Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday of the second week of Advent, December the 5th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 5, verses 17 through 26. Luke, chapter 5, verses 17 through 26. And it is a familiar yet strange uh, encounter that uh, St. Luke records in this morning's gospel. It's familiar in that we must remember that Luke was by training a professional. He was a physician. And so a prominent part of the public ministry of Jesus highlighted by St. Luke is the healings uh, that Jesus performs. And uh, the healing often is physical, but on the deeper level, it is a spiritual healing because the connection between the physical and the spiritual are very important because we don't have a healing side of our physical part and our spiritual side. We are one being. We are, we are a unified being. We are a human being of body and soul, unified together in one being. And on this particular day, Jesus was teaching. And uh, in the middle of his teaching, uh, sitting close by, listening to Jesus, were the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, uh, the scribes and, the, uh, and those people, and um, Jesus was teaching in the villages of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And at this particular time of Jesus' teaching, there are four men who come along, and uh, they are carrying a paralytic on a mat. And they're trying to bring him in to where Jesus is teaching in this particular house and location and lay him before Jesus, but they couldn't get through the crowd. There were so many people there. So what did they do? Well, they didn't give up and go away. That the house where Jesus was teaching, there was a, a panel of uh, removable tiles on the roof for when it's hot, at least some air could get in and the heat of the house could escape and rise up and go away. So it was a kind of uh, uh, air conditioning for their particular time, as we used to have in many of the old houses that we have here in New Orleans. Oh, high, high ceilings and high fans before air conditioning and all of these other sorts of things that we had or have. And uh, so that's what they did. And they let the man down on his mat uh, through the uh, middle of the house. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the man who is the paralytic, my friend, your sins are forgiven you. The paralytic never speaks. He never makes a request. Jesus notices the faith of those who are there and at some level must have detected the faith of this 
silent uh, paralytic who makes no request of Jesus. But he's, Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. The obvious thing is, well, he was here to, to not be paralyzed anymore. And the scribes and the Pharisees, they see this, and immediately they say, who is this man who utters blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, they do not, they do not give glory, praise, and thanksgiving to Almighty God, who through Jesus has forgiven this man's sins. They immediately hone in on he blasphemed. In other words, discredit Jesus and discredit that. Jesus, however, knew what they were thinking, and he says, why do you harbor such thoughts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or get up and walk? Well, I suppose... Some people would say, well, the easier thing is to let him get up and walk. You can see it. It's obvious. It's immediate. He either walks or he doesn't. Sins are trickier. You can't see that. He can say it. A person can say to you, your sins are forgiven you. Now, do they have the authority to do that? Uh, are they in a position to do that? But if someone says to you, you are healed of your cold, you're healed of your broken arm, well, you'll know it. it, it, it it's right there. But Jesus says, well, in any case, to show you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he says to the paralytic, I say to you, get up, take your mat with you, and return to your house. At once the man stood erect before them, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. He was praising God. He said nothing at the healing of his sins, forgiveness, but at the healing of his body, he goes home praising God. And all were seized with astonishment, full of awe, gave praise to God, saying, We have seen incredible things today. This particular story, this particular episode in the public ministry of Jesus, reminds us that on a deeper level, isn't that what sin does? It paralyzes us. It places us in bondage. It places us on a mat, the mat of life, and it grips us. It tells us that we will not move beyond our sins, that we are indeed destined to be sinners. This is our fate. This is, this is what has befallen us by our choices. There's no hope, no forgiveness, no mercy, no new beginning. So we lay paralyzed in our sins. But what Jesus is saying is that there is a deeper healing beyond the physical. 
It is the healing of our soul, the healing from sin, that we can spiritually walk again. And in this season of Advent, as we make our way towards Bethlehem, let us ask ourselves, have we been lying on a mat of sin? Have we been paralyzed, filled with fear and anxiety, and believe that God's mercy and forgiveness and new beginnings is not for us? We have sinned too greatly. Lord only listens to the prayers of good people, and we are certainly not one of them. Or do the words of Jesus resonate with us? My friend, your sins are forgiven you. Arise and walk. Come back home to the church. Come back home to me, your Lord and Savior. Because that's really what I want. That's the greater, that's the greater freedom. That's the greater healing. Advent is a time of taking up our mat and walking and no longer being paralyzed by sin and fear and anxiety, but to walk in the freedom whereby Christ has made us free, the freedom whereby Christ alone can say, your sins are forgiven you. It is a time of new beginnings. It is a time of turning back to the Lord, not for condemnation and rejection, but of liberation and of walking in newness of life that the words of Jesus makes possible. May this Advent season, as we continue our journey to Bethlehem with the Holy Family, may we arise from our mat, the mat of our sins, the chains are broken, the straps are cut, we can walk free, if only we turn to the Lord. Have mercy on me, Lord, a sinner. And the Lord will say to us, take up your mat and walk free. God bless you.